0: To the UXR Minds podcast. This is the last episode of 2023 and it's a good one. Uh, I'm interviewing Jessica Wolf uh, the User Experience Director at United Healthcare. Um, Jessica Wolf got a lot of experience. We spoke and actually met uh, via the more ADP um, List Festival. Um, she reached out and offered her support to the podcast, which was really nice of her. And she's a great person, got a lot of experience, especially as a UX engineer, which at the time of recording, she was a senior UX uh, engineer. So we kind of focus on that in this episode and what a UX engineer is. So you guys that are maybe in engineering or development, potentially uh, a career opportunity to switch over to UX uh, in this field since she's been promoted to the director of user experience which I congratulate her on Um, and yeah let's get into this episode there's a lot of gems and nuggets in this so listen well and yeah let's go Okay, so I'd like to welcome Jessica Wolf uh, to this week's uh, episode, really happy to, to meet you um, virtually, <laughs> I always start off the podcast <laughs> saying this, uh, but it's nice <laughs> to meet you virtually. Uh, we crossed paths at the, what was it, the Be More Festival, uh, so it was nice yeah. to kind of get in touch with you and then also kind of find out a bit more about you uh, via the messages. So, so yeah, so Jessica Wolf works for United Healthcare, is that right?
1: That's correct. Yes. Yeah,
0: so, okay. As a senior UX engineer. So nice also to get our first UX engineer onto the, onto the podcast. So I'll allow you a bit of time now to explain, maybe talk about your background, how you got into UX engineering uh, and yeah, so, and then we'll take it from there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks for having me too. Um, so. With my background, and I think it's similar to a lot of people in UX where we kind of adopt the UX field um, because it, mm-hmm. it brings us to this one location. Um, my background started in marketing and management. So I went to school for management and marketing at uh, University of Colorado in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, went there and then spent a few years after that working in roles within marketing within management as well. Um, and loved it, but the one thing that I realized is I was really interested in how things worked, the tools that I was using, um, mm-hmm. how things were put together, uh, how systems worked and different products. So so I um, jumped into uh, looking into what was formerly called Lambda School,
0: which is now okay. Bloom
1: Tech uh, Institute, which is a full stack uh, engineering program. It's a mm-hmm. nine month, full immersion program where you kind of go in, you do the nine months and then on the back end, you end up becoming a full stack engineer. Um, So in 2020, I graduated from Lambda School, um, which is now Bloom Tech, like I said. Um, And yeah, got into the full stack engineering world, um, mostly primarily focused on UX engineering, Mm -hmm. which was that relationship between design and development. So a lot of my peers loved the back end or they loved the front end but I particularly loved the design aspect of the front end mm. um, and beyond just CSS, but also wanted to create the frames and build things out in Figma. Um, mm. So from there, uh, you know, I, I found a few jobs working in front end engineering and, um, and that was great. And being able to use my UX design as well um, in, mm. in those roles, but then coming to United Healthcare, um, I found the role of UX engineer, which really married the two—the the development and the design aspect. So mm. um, finding finding that role and becoming a UX engineer is really that relationship between the two mm. of them. Um, and a lot of times, UX engineers end up on a design system team, which I am on currently. So right, okay. um, so a lot of my day to day work is looking at designs, building out designs in Figma, and now passing it off to engineers. Um, okay. In the past, I have also committed code to the design system and worked within the code base. Um, but but yeah, it's it's a lot of design and understanding and having empathy on both sides of the system, okay. of the engineering side and, and the designers, so we can kind of put together a cohesive mm. project.
0: OK, that's interesting. So just for me as well to understand what a UX engineer is because I've never personally worked with one before um so if I've understood correctly you're kind of in between the UX design team and the engineering team so you're kind of like the bridge that helps kind of hand over the work is that right
1: exactly yeah yeah so there's there's the product designers and then the design system designers um and engineers and stuff. And uh, we are kind of an internal team within United Healthcare that builds this product for product teams. Um, So so we work very heavily with our engineering team, working on the specs, the functionality, the properties, all those things that kind of meld together with the code as well, making sure things and components and different assets are all available and work correctly for our users in any context.
0: Okay. So would you, do you also kind of not vet the work, but like once I don't know, a project is finished or a certain, I don't know UI feature has been completed, do you go through that with the engineers or kind of make sure all the components have been transferred over correctly, et cetera?
1: Exactly. Yeah. We, we do a demo, uh, demo projects basically or demo meetings i guess of of making sure things are built correctly down to the spec um, every single thing is correct and um yeah that's that's a big part of the job yep that's
0: cool that's cool very nice and so i imagine with i imagine it's a large company i'm not familiar with with your company um so kind of how how is the team comprised is it a large team do you have like varying ux kind of members and i imagine obviously engineering members like you give a bit of insight into that
1: yeah sure um so united healthcare is a large company we're a fortune five um Mm -hmm. the design system is um is a decently lean team. We have you know 20 or so people on the team, ranging from designers, um, product managers, and product owners. We also have accessibility engineers and quality engineers as well. Um, and then, of course, our engineering team as well. Okay. Um, and they're specialized on either web responsive, so React, or React Native, which is mobile.
0: OK, that's cool. That's cool. Very nice, very nice. And just to maybe go back, so if I remember correctly, you said to you, you were kind of in marketing, you started marketing, sales, management, et cetera. Um, have you found that those kind of skills in marketing, et cetera, or sales, you, that you were able to transfer those over to what you're doing now, or have you seen any crossover?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the marketing aspect for sure, because Marketing requires, you know, to really have a great understanding of a brand image and mm-hmm. to um, follow that through in all the platforms of a company. Mm-hmm. Um, a design system focuses primarily on the digital platforms, so making sure our product looks seamless across all of the different interactions of the company is is the main role of the design system. Um, so working from that angle, making sure everything is kind of fitting our brand image, as well as the management that comes through of working with stakeholders um you know different product teams aligning to their mission and their goals um that's all kind of part of the job so that that management comes through as well um along with you know managing the team um underneath me and within our own team that product management comes through so so yeah it's it's definitely pulling from the different uh backgrounds Mm. um things that i've experienced throughout my career
0: yeah that's cool that's cool and do you oversee a team so obviously you utilizing your management skills that's cool yeah how big's yep. the team that you oversee
1: so i have one direct report and then a couple okay. of other uh designers who are yeah along the route but um but yeah not direct reports <laughs>
0: that's cool that's cool Oh, nice it's always nice to talk about because I, i've spoken to various people now on this podcast and they all come from varying backgrounds like varying like they studied sometimes study something something completely different to what they're doing now like probably in your yeah. case at marketing sports engineering is completely different uh, so it's also nice to to see that you can kind of come from a different background or come from a different role completely and still make a successful transition over while utilizing the skills that you you learnt in the past, so that that's good. What advice would you give to someone that maybe is wanting to tran- do a complete career transition to UX engineering? Because it's not um, just from my experience looking around when I was studying UX research, it's not a role that I came across too often, um, UX engineering and maybe, I don't know, like I'm just kind of speaking off the top of my head now, but I didn't come across many, many UX engineering resources as well. So. If you do know any that are useful as well, then feel free to share them. But what advice would you give to someone that does want to make that transition over?
1: Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, I would say, if you're looking at the engineering, the second half of the of the role, um, mm. engineering is to really understand um, you know, CSS, understand JavaScript, um, be able to speak to the different functionality that is involved in engineering or development. On the front end, um, the back end. Thankfully, I, I don't need to spend much time over there. <laughs> um, but understanding how things work, um, okay. And then for UX, it would be it would be your love for design and making things beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I would say focus on the two of them: the development and the design aspect of it. Um, okay. With that, also, you know, understand. As well, because UX engineers are often on design system teams, um, looking at the at the small paint stroke that makes up a painting. Consider mm-hmm. it, you know, a very small aspect of what you think you know is just a button, but it ends up becoming a larger picture when you when you spread that across multiple products. Mm-hmm. Um, so having a love for that as well, making sure you know okay. pixels are correct and sizing everything is correct, and it. it um impacts all of our designers down the line Mm. Um, that's something that's really fun and engaging Um, so if that's something that you could see yourself doing definitely look into that and Mm. and consider um design system teams as well
0: okay so it seems very detail-oriented this uh this specific job (laughs) that's cool that's cool have you like maybe mentored or hired a junior UX engineer engineer i'll cut that bit out and i'll start again (laughs) So okay. <laughs> you, so, United Healthcare, have you ever hired a, a junior UX engineer?
1: We've hired UX designers, and we've also hired nice. junior um, developers. And surprisingly, um, we've had a couple junior d- developers who have said, "You know, I think I really love the design aspect of what you do. Um, mm. Tell me more about that." And Um, How can I get into that? And what should I be learning to kind of get to this role? Mm. And so um, somebody who is actually, so I'm a lead for the mobile app side of our design system and the leader of the uh, web responsive side of our design system. She was one of those uh, engineers, just like myself, who we've found our path through engineering and into UX design. Um, and so it's it's happened and you can be incredibly successful if you're into one, but you also find your love and passion within mm. the other side of things. Um, so that, that has been surprising, has been really cool to see the differences and how incredibly valuable it is to have that background mm. in engineering, being able to bring that into UX design and the functionality that matches development is is Mm. really awesome to see their growth so so that's been really cool no Mm. technical ux engineers necessarily that we've hired as a junior Um, Mm. but again like i said it's it's been a lot of growth people have kind of found this role and the term ux engineer is so brand new it's that yeah. marriage between the two of them. Um, so yeah, I think I think people are kind of finding that uh, that they're interested in it rather than being um, immersed in it from the education level.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's a, a big thing as well, just in the UX field in general. Because, like, like in the past, obviously it existed, but just it existed in different forms and different sorts of people were doing were I don't know a user experience designer or researcher or engineer, et cetera. And I think now, like as kind of UX, as as a field starts to become more defined, as roles become clearer, you do find new roles kind of popping up like UX engineers. So like when I saw that, that's what you did. I was intrigued. Like, OK, <laughs> is it a developer or is it a UX designer yeah. that does a bit of developing? So it's also nice to see these roles become more defined. And also, it's exciting for maybe an engineer who has i don't know a passion for design and maybe they want to maybe venture into design but they don't know how because they also love what they're doing as a as a front end front end engineer so it's also nice that the this role is appearing and it's something that they can kind of be that bridge between designing and engineering so that's nice um how do you see the ux engineer field kind of growing or moving forward do you, do you see any challenges or anything to be excited about in the ux engineering field
1: as far as being excited about um i think more and more companies are realizing the importance of a design system um mm-hmm. bringing you know rather than product teams having to come up with these custom solutions for every product team that are similar across the board and that we can align together. Um, Design systems pull that all together um, Mm -hmm. and have a seamless experience, regardless of the user. So I think that's something really exciting for in the UX engineering field is that design systems are, you know, new-ish. I think 2015 is when they were in- invented. Don't quote mm-hmm. me on that, but <laughs> um, no, don't they were—they were, they well, were how recent. To it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they definitely were recent. Um, so as they as they grow and they become more important, and you know, become the pinnacle of design in mm-hmm. different uh, enterprises and organizations around, you know, the the industry. Um, that's a great spot for UX engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, along with that, it's it's also you know you can imagine between design and development on a, a product team level, that that relationship can sometimes be difficult because each one have different priorities. Um, you know they realize that different things are are important or functionality that's not available, um, or accessibility that needs to be considered throughout that process and that UX engineer is able to really empathize and talk to each one of those sides and understand Mm -hmm. kind of where they're coming from and maybe mitigate some of those issues that can arise um, early on or later on in the process.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. That's an interesting point as well. I'd like to go back to the design systems uh, comment, not the year that it it became a thing (laughs) though, but I I was just intrigued also mainly for our listeners that may be completely new to ux or just even maybe have seen ux engineering online and maybe you're thinking oh that could be something i'm interested in so for all of those ones what is a design system also a bit for me as well (laughs) what is a design system how does it work what is it used for
1: yeah sure so um a design system is comprised of um components such as buttons and links and data tables and uh, things similar to that along with assets such as hooks on the engineering side, um, brand assets such as logos, um, illustrations along with a style guide for how to use those correctly, incorrectly, kind of helping people understand how to put things together to create the flow that makes the company um, holistic from a from a design side. So um, the design system is kind of your source of truth, your single source of truth for how to put things together. And then we give you the tools to do those. So like I said, buttons is the easiest. And I think if anyone thinks of a design system, you're probably thinking of a button. Yeah, (laughs) Um, It's it's usually the first asset to be created. Um, Okay. So uh, so yeah, the the design system is the tool that the designers okay. will use to pull in a lot of common assets. Um, so you don't have to recreate the wheel every time you're thinking of a flow. If there okay. is a form, for example, we have the inputs, we have the select list, we have the um input the text inputs the you know whatever that might be checklists mm-hmm. um or radio buttons or whatnot so mm-hmm. so rather than recreating that and thinking about every pixel how how much space between the label and the radio button what's right. the pixel difference between you know spacing of different uh, input fields and vertically or horizontally we give mm-hmm. you that all out of the box so yeah. as a product designer, your job is to put those together in the flows that make sense for your products. You're, you're focused more on the flows and it takes that takes that weight and burden off of the product teams.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Also, I imagine a the UX designers as well, that they can focus on just the more creativity side of things and getting down the, the UI and how it should look. And then you would exactly. take over more, creating those into components too. Okay. Think I'm getting it. Yeah, <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> I think the way that I, from your explanation, I would maybe convert it into layman's terms. So if you have a flat pack IKEA furniture <laughs> that you that you buy, <laughs> and you have all of the, <laughs> so you don't have to make the the cupboard yourself. So the components would be obviously all of the the pieces to make your eventual cupboard, and maybe the instructions would be the the design system. Yeah, I think maybe that's what Yeah.
1: If I can yeah just that'd create. be great and you would just I would say your cupboard <laughs> yes yes exactly yep <laughs>
0: there we go i've got it <laughs> no that, that's cool that's cool thanks for kind of going into that as well. i know I, I didn't want to put you on the spot to something too technical but i imagine your day-to-day role is quite easy to <laughs> to go into on that sort of level so thank you um for sure so thinking now also about going back to maybe someone who wants to transition to this field. And maybe after listening to this episode, I think, oh, like maybe I'd like to be a UX engineer in terms of like, so applying for a UX engineer specific role, like what does someone have to do or what things should they focus on? Um, Is there a portfolio in this field? And if so, kind of what does that look like? If not, how how would you demonstrate uh, your skills or your experience? Even if it's not specifically related to UX engineering, because it's such a new field, um, so how how could someone kind of make that pivot, like to this field, in an interview process or in an application?
1: Great question. Um, I built my I built my portfolio, for example, um, using you know using React, um, building okay. it on the engineering side as well as designing it in Figma. Uh, so being able to show off, you know, for for examples that I had in my portfolio, um, I put down some design examples, but the portfolio itself being built by my built by me um, was also kind of a testament of what I can do. So linking your GitHub, being able to show that you've pushed some code, um, mm-hmm. letting them dig around in that and seeing what you're capable of as well mm-hmm. as being able to see on the design side, what you do as well. I think that's that's been yeah. helpful in illustrating the difference and the connection between the two of them. Okay. Um, so yeah, again, it's kind of that holistic approach end-to-end design to development. Um, wow. Yeah. Yep.
0: Well, that <laughs> seems like a, like from, because from my point of view, that might seem like a lot, like, because obviously just from, from how you, you, you explained, it's like, someone may think, oh, wow, so I need to, be a UX designer and like draw the UX <laughs> designer. True,
1: yes. And
0: then also be an engineer and so that I made the thing. So is that how it how it should be? Is that what a UX engineer should be able to demonstrate that they can be a UX designer and put together a UI based on research or feedback all the way through to having a working functioning app or, or whatever it is. Is that what they should be able should I'll repeat is that what they should uh, need to demonstrate?
1: I think we can simplify it by saying you should have a GitHub um, that has some code in it. Um, maybe it doesn't okay. need to be an active app. Um, there is some, you know, technical stuff that goes into actually having a live app. That might, you know, would be. A, an excellent addition to what you're capable of doing. So you don't need to be able to have an app up and running, um, but making sure that you you can show off in some regard your ability to understand CSS and JavaScript. Um, maybe that's working on, um, you know, just a little GitHub project and having screenshots of what you were able to create. Um, also, yeah, just the design side as well and, and having different case studies uh, showing that you've kind of dove into design as well. Um, And whether it's figuring out a UX flow, maybe recreating, you know, let's say there's an experience that you're familiar with and you're not a fan of it, maybe redesigning that flow in some way and and showing off how it could be a better experience and why Um, that's, that, that's what I would say. Uh, Yeah. You definitely don't need to have a live app or, website or something like that to show off your skills but um but yeah a little little addition if, if, if that's available to you <laughs>
0: okay no that, that's that's cool that's cool just to kind of make it i don't know not as such a daunting task if something yes. kind of really field <laughs> um because i know when when i was looking into kind of which path i wanted to choose like It all seemed daunting even from maybe a ux design point of view maybe i need to also demonstrate that i can do research and then from a ux researchers point of view like i have a portfolio i need to show how my research could potentially look in a design so all of this can sometimes feel overwhelming because you want to focus on one kind of skill set or focus not on the skill set but focus on one particular role but quite often in in interviews or job applications, they also want to see kind of outcomes of that or they want to see the whole process from research to design. And obviously now with UX engineering, design to to engineering and maybe a build. So so it was just to make sure that it wasn't too overwhelming for someone. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe to like round it up as well, uh, our discussion. So if someone is sat now listening and says, yeah, this is definitely something I want to get into or start looking into, are there any resources uh, like ux engineering specific resources that someone can go to or do they need to kind of i don't know enter the back door (laughs) i don't know focus more on development first and engineering and then like couple that with ux studies just generalized ux studies or how will they go about that
1: yeah good question um there are some so um okay so For resources, I would say uh, design plus code. Um, Mm -hmm. They're a great resource or design and code. They're a great resource of showing that the relationship between the two of them. They help, uh, you know, engineering to design. They also help design to engineering. They have some great courses there that I would definitely suggest to check out. I know that helped me out early on in my career, Mm -hmm. um, kind of realizing that this is exactly where I want to be sitting. along with uh, if you're interested in the design system side of things, some great resources is Dan Mall um, on oh. LinkedIn, as well as Nathan Curtis. He's an engineer okay. and also you know can understand the product management side of things as well. And they okay. articulate that very well. Um, and again, it doesn't need to necessarily be design system side, but to understand that relationship between the two of them, they, they do a great okay. job of, of describing that.
0: Okay, okay, so I'll make sure to put those in there when I release the podcast, I'll put it in the in the comment section. Okay, that, that's good. So, um, and also in terms of like job roles specifically, are, are there UX engineering specific roles that someone can apply to? Or are there like connected roles maybe under different titles that someone can apply to but have like a similar job role as a UX engineer?
1: Yeah. Um, I've seen more and more uh, UX engineer jobs popping up, um, okay. even just on LinkedIn and a couple of other places um, where they've popped up and I'm like, oh, yes, finally, we're, <laughs> we're adopting this name. <laughs> um, so that, that's been great to see. Um, we also also would say, you know, looking under the description, the job description, mm-hmm. looking for design system or looking for where it says maybe uh, understand CSS um, or understands JavaScript or, you know, in, in the reverse, understands Figma um, or okay. understands, you know, whatever design uh, tool that, you, that team is using. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking for kind of those similarities between, you know, looking for that specific words the words that that show up between the two of them that's that's what i would look for
0: okay okay maybe we can we can leave that for next time around kind of what words to look out for in a job description because otherwise this episode will go on forever uh but no (laughs) that's that's really cool that's really cool um and i don't want to put you on the spot now but we did Come into contact via the More Festival, obviously run by Eddie Beales. Are you mentoring at the moment, kind of UX and en- upcoming UX engineers, or or have I just dropped you in it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so I I am not yet. I plan to sign okay, up to be a mentor. Okay. Um, I, okay. But I, okay. I would love to, yes. Um, I've mentored some people just who have reached out on LinkedIn, if they reach out and you're interested in kind of learning more about my role and UX engineering okay. in general, I'd love to talk it through and and uh, get to know a little bit more about your background and, and what's going on and uh, your goals for your career. Um, okay. But yeah, you'll see me soon on ADP list. Right now, okay. I'm I'm just that's a mentee, good. and it's been great. So uh,
0: okay, that, that that's good. I didn't want to drop you in there and <laughs> make you <really laughs> feel embarrassed or anything. But but yeah, so this could be the catalyst, this episode to you being an official mentor on ADP list.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep.
0: Cause I think you have all the skills for it, <laughs> and you've got a lot of knowledge. in oh, thank you. In UX engineering, so. Maybe you'll have me as a mentee in the future. Who knows? <laughs> cool. Love it. Thank you, Jessica. We'll we'll stop here because I don't want to because I know it's it's early for you, and I imagine soon you'll have to start doing some form of work. So, thank you for your time.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah,
0: and uh, obviously we we're speaking before. Maybe in the future we'll get you back on uh, for something a bit more technical. Okay. Uh, so see so you. Yeah. Have a, yeah, we'll speak soon.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Thank you.